thank you so much, man. I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Dude, I appreciate you having me. Dude, you yeah. just won the Cage Sport featherweight title against Talon Hammonds back on August 10th, Cage Sport 58. People are calling this fight of the year, man. Congratulations. Thank you, brother. It was a fun one. <laughs> yeah. And now this was a rematch between you guys, right? You guys fought back in December of last year. How'd that first fight go? So the first fight, I had uh, broken my hand pretty quick. I actually, like, snapped my thumb and had to go get surgery and stuff like that. But I snapped my thumb in the first round. And oh, then uh, we deep into the second, we got to an exchange where he went for a Kimura. And I'm a pretty flexible guy. I've been there about 100 times, you know? Like, <laughs> sure, yeah. If that, so I started trying to climb my hand up and somebody in the crowd started yelling about like he's tapping out and the referee thought it was us. He stopped the fight and goes, wait, that wasn't you? That wasn't your corner? Oh, oh no. I'm sorry. And then after about like three or four months of contesting it, all they had to tell me was, well, referees were it's final. So of course. <laughs> I, I was, yeah. So it kind of sucked because I was on a win. I would have been on, uh, I want to say five or six fight win streak. Yeah. And, but I, I got it back, but man, it, st- it sucked because uh, at that time I feel I would have, you know, my confidence tells me I would have beat him. So I would have been yeah. seven and two, right? Or if, if I at least got it overruled six, two and one, but now I'm back sitting at six and three and trying to climb the ladder from here. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, how'd it feel to get the win then? You know, obviously that was a, a rough first go around, but now it's got to feel good. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really good. I, I mean, I, I, I was prepared for it. I knew the whole time it was going to come. Uh, we knew how he was going to fight. We knew that he was a really strong and aggressive fighter. So we, we, we game planned for it. You know, we call it the, the way I got the nickname game time is uh, the late rounds. That's game time. I'm a, I've always been a cardio athlete, so never, I'm not, not the, not a huge 45er i walk around around 55 60 but i'm all i train two three times a day so it, it it's it stay around fight weight you know nice. but i got him into those late rounds and once i saw him shaking out his arms and once i saw it like i i saw the decrease and that was that's when was it became game time man i started yelling yeah. in the cage game time <laughs> come on <laughs> so that's i awesome. felt like i was once we hit the third round. Very cool. But now, will us fans get to see that trilogy fight, or have you just kind of moved on and that's not really an interest of yours? You know, it's a hard one because uh, he, he took the rematch. I did have to go a little bit out of my way to get the rematch. You know, I, I, I went to social media because I knew the power I had behind it when yeah. when the rematch got denied, and he, and, and he took it, you know, so he, he took the bait. but you know the trilogy i'm i'm not opposed to it i told him go get a fight in between because that's what they had me do i went uh, right after my surgery i I had the surgery the fight in december Uh, i had about three months off from surgery and then surgery plus camp and did a a fight uh knocked out jake ray at cage sports and and so you know if, if he if he goes and gets a fight and comes back up, I'm all in. But, man, I came out here to Vegas uh, actually like the week after my fight just okay. to come hit the iron while it's hot, you know. And I'm trying yeah. to get my name out there, some offers in New Jersey for a title out there. Yeah, so I'm just really, you know, I'm, I'm looking at my options right now. And I'm looking for some, like, good management or something like that to kind of get into those next big shows. So every yeah. step we take now is good strategic you know so if if he's included in it then great if not you know i'm out here just trying to make my name man (laughs) yep 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I was going to ask, so when are you looking to get back in the cage? But it sounds like maybe shooting for later this year, maybe November or something like that on the East Coast. I'm trying to get like at least one more. I made a goal before I fought Talon Hammonds to get six fights, four to six fights in. And Talon would be, well, Talon two would be three this year. So yeah. the surgery set me back a little bit. So four might happen this year. I'm the New Jersey card at the end of September. So it'd be a quick turnaround. But I'm not opposed to that, you know. I came down here and I've been training like I'm in fight camp. I'm training at Gilbert's uh, 10th Planet, Las Vegas in the mornings, going over to Extreme Couture at night, working with the team and getting wow. some great rounds out here. And man, these guys are some top notch guys, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then uh, I went to the, I got to go see the UFC Performance Institute with Evan Dunham. He took me over there to go check it out. And, and then we went to the Contender Series after. And I tell oh, you what, did. man, I watched, yeah, it was legit, man. It was in the UFC Apex building. Yeah. I felt right at home. I felt cool. right where I belong. You know, as far as my next fight, we're going to line it out to just be the best move, you know? Yeah. If if it takes me a few weeks to come up with something, then everybody else can kind of wait. I got a lot of people calling me out for the 45 belt at Cage Sports already. Of course. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> Yeah, good, man. I mean, you told me you were down in Vegas this week, so going to the Dana White Contender Series and heading over to the Performance Institute there, hanging out with Evan Dunham and Couture, man. How's how's this you know experience going for you? Dude, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It feels I feel like I wanted, you know, like I was planning on coming down or coming over this way in October, but as soon as I had this fight, I met Casey Halstead at the fights, the owner of uh, Planet Vegas here, and he invited me down there, and so oh. <laughs> I got home, started bringing brainstorming on the possibilities that could come from going to Vegas and like book my ticket that night. <laughs> come on. It's been amazing, especially because all this has been funded by like some help from my friends and help from, uh, it was my fight money paying for all this, you know, and I bought this trip with fight money and it feels great. <laughs> it, it, it feels like I made the right move. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, how'd you get started in MMA? I mean, obviously you just said you started at 17 years old. That's pretty rad. But what made you decide ultimately, ultimately step into the cage there and then uh, fight as a career you know uh in, in high school and stuff like that and throw i started it uh, like taekwondo when i was seven went up with my fam with my sisters and all that and they were young and we went into it after that i went into uh just normal sports our parents had a separation so i went kind of through my thing and i uh, went into high school and i went and checked out gyms a few times it was always in me you know to go there to go into those but uh after getting in a bunch of trouble in high school like and getting in trouble with the law and stuff like that uh, I got out of trouble too and when I did I moved away and then I moved to, to Newport Oregon with my aunt and uncle and they had prenatal twins and I had actually made up two years worth of school in two weeks uh, on wow. online school to play sports my senior year when they told me I couldn't they, they told me it wouldn't be done till like midway through the year but maybe I can graduate on time but I, I really gave it everything I had and got it done in two weeks so I got to wrestle my senior year and then my aunt and uncle had an emergency situation that they had to go back home to Eugene. And that was a place I got in a lot of trouble. So I was pretty scared about coming back and I uh, didn't want anybody to know I was back. So actually when, when I had to move back, I enrolled in school in Monroe, which is about good, like 30 miles away from my home. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah right. Oh, I went to high school every day out there and wow. I was living with mom's ex who uh, got me into fighting. 
the, the thing was is I'd come home from practice and or I'd come home from school and go straight to the gym. And that was my way of like staying out of trouble. It was I'm always in school and I'm always in the gym. I have no time to get in trouble. So right. I started doing it in about like four or five months in. I was training with the guy Corey Agnor Wyatt. And man, this guy, I don't know if you guys know about him. He was like 24 and one as an amateur or something in two years, three, like two and a half years. And then went like. <laughs> Porno as a pro, yeah, he was he was he's an he was uh, a rare specimen, man, sure. and uh, he kind of believed in me in that route too. And yeah. so within four months, put me in my first fight at seventeen uh, out yeah. at Rick Story's gym, Great Legion. I went against just a just another debut guy, and smoked him in like a minute, and I was and I knew then like I was on before that I was on track to go sign up for the Marines, and I oh, uh, okay. actually like uh, t- tattooed laser removed off my hand and all, and you know like oh, then wow. I uh, had fight and I was like you know what this is what i'm gonna do and here we are eight years later and this is all i do now <laughs> man what a cool story yeah. dude thank you for sharing that that's awesome man heck yeah what, where are you based out of now so i'm based in eugene oregon after about i want to say it was my third fight i went down to i was yeah it was one and two i'd gotten to one and uh one and three as an amateur then i was like man i needed to step up my game i was i was still young i was still like 18 19 fight, fighting grown men and yeah. it, it <laughs> If you asked me at the time, I'd tell you 145 was 145, you know, but it's a whole different story of grown man strength. <laughs> right, yeah, totally. <laughs> but, <laughs> totally. But, uh, <laughs> so I went up to Team Quest to Wallet. I went. Corey had to go away for a little while, and uh, so I lost my coach. And so at 18, I moved to Portland to go train with Team Quest. Yeah. And uh, I went with Team Quest to Wallatin with Chael Sonnen when he was getting ready for Jones. Got to yeah. meet a lot of the old fighters and all that. Like, it was around the time Uriah Hall was in the – he was there. Uh, it was his group of Ultimate Fighters. Yeah, and then I uh, went from there. Uh, Team Quest shut down. I went over to – Animal House MMA with Enoch Wilson and man Enoch Wilson was a game changer he was uh, he, he, he was a mental coach out of anything he would talk about like I was performing well in the gym then I'd freeze at my fights we called it the fog of war and he okay. trained me so hard to break that like underwater drills until I was puking up water and then jumping back in you know really push myself to the limit to show yeah. you what you're capable of you know and then yeah. after that I went on I think it was like a six fight win streak. I did two more with Enoch and then had to move back to Eugene for financial reasons. And uh, then started training with Jason Georgiana at Art of War. And man, that guy is amazing. I tell you what, like I messaged him when I came back. I told him like, hey, I don't got a lot of money. Like I really just need, I need to train. It's not safe for me to be at home without training. (laughs) You know, right? And uh, (laughs) Jason, he, he, he was like, well, come check out the gym and, you know, let me just see what you look like. And he had me go in for some sparring and I held myself really good against the top striker at the gym at the time. And, you know, and he, after that, he, he took me in and brought me under his wing. You know, he uh, raised me up since I was 19. And wow. yeah, it, it, five years with Jason, man. And this guy is so structured. And it, I've watched this team at Art of War grow so big. We went, I, at one point, I was one of the only guys who was like consistently on the team. You know, we'd have drop-ins, but... Sure. who got ready but uh i was the only guy and then uh wow. now we've got a full pro team we got a full amateur team and 
we're running shows from here to Hawaii to Tacoma and coming out everywhere. We got pro champs. And so we're, we're, we're going to be one of those gyms that are like a big gym in the UFC, but one of us got to make it first, you know, and that's yeah. all it's going to take is once doors are open, our war is going to be known, man. Like Come I'm on. telling you, I've seen the best. I'm, yeah. I'm seeing the best, you know, like I went to BJ Penn's gym. I went to, you know, just traveled around and look, I've always liked to get different looks, man. I, I, I'm forced sure art of war is my home base no matter if i'm coming out here for a week or so in vegas like i, I might in, insinuate this into my training camp you know if i can get the right sponsors to fly me out here for a week or two but art war is going to be my home base for a long time and until until we're running that ufc title <laughs> come on that's awesome man that's awesome i uh, i love to ask this question especially as me not being a fighter but you being a fighter before you head out to the cage for a fight, what's going through your mind, man? Are you nervous? Are you scared? What what's what's happening there? Man, me, I'm a head case, man. Uh, okay, you know, <laughs> I, it, it's silly, but uh, I, I puke, man. I like I okay. get so I get like the happy nerves, but it's not. It, part of it's nerves about my opponent. Part of it's nerves about just hoping that I perform because. I like to talk my fights up. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm my biggest promoter, you know. So sure. I, I talk a lot on social media about how I want to win fights and how I want to do this. Well, when you talk, you got to hold yourself accountable. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you know, as I tell myself, anything I, I, I like to think of it as like, uh, you know, humbleness tells me only only speak what I can deliver, and confidence tells me to just deliver and execute. You yeah. know, like it, it's. So I, I get nervous that I I'll del- that I, I will perform like I want to, but it always comes out, man. I, I'll be yeah. back in the backstage, running around, getting my thing up, and then next <laughs> thing you know, I'll go, you can walk out. Okay. You know, like, That's it, awesome. it, and it's a normal thing, you know. Yeah. It's just nerves get going. But when I get in that cage, man, everything everything is just, like, slowed down and enhanced. I'm uh, it's, it's funny because my ADHD is like my superpower, man. I've, okay. I've, I've had problems <laughs> whole life struggled because of ADHD but I found a place where it worked great yeah you know it was right. like in there I have I, I can't focus on one thing no but I have multiple things that are stimulated from the adrenaline so I'll be in the fight man I'll be talking to my coach while I'm in the middle of an exchange and <laughs> like right. asking him what he wants how he wants me to move and you know what kind of positions I'll let you know I'll just sit there and wave I'll see people in the crowd and kind of have fun and play around and it, it yeah. just just the whole time I'm in there man it's uh you know so the nerves go away when I'm in the cage but all, right before the cage it, it, it hits me but then my my walkout song comes on and my arms and legs start doing their thing and I just yeah go out and go about my bout man <laughs> that's awesome i think i mean donald cerrone he says that he pukes every time before he gets into a fight man so i mean the nerves just got to be crazy but uh it's you know obviously you puking before man it, same thing as you know the guys who are in the ufc fighting and and uh man I, I i can't imagine but i love being on this side of the cage and watching you do your thing man i appreciate that <laughs> yeah yeah, man, um, I, I think about, uh, uh, George St. Pierre says the same type of stuff, man. Whenever I start getting the fears, I, I think I'm like, okay, but so does GSP. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, if G- and, and like you talked about his uh, fight with Matt Sarah, how he'd be up like, he didn't sleep for almost a day and a half. Before, <laughs> man, like, right. <laughs> and then, like, uh, I heard stories of, like his, his fight with, uh, I think it was Dan Hardy or something. And uh, one of the guys had to go, like, get him out of the bathroom and be like, George, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he'll help me out. <laughs> so, 
But, that's awesome. You know, it's, if a guy that great's getting fears, then you know this sport. It's about fear. But yeah, man, my life has embraced me to face fear. I've I've been through like I've been through the ringer in life, man. Like fear just kind of looks like opportunity to me, you know, like. Yeah. I get scared and everybody gets scared. So it's yeah. just what you do when you're there. Just like cardio, man. I tell everybody every time, like, I know I, maybe my cardio is better than I give myself credit for. But I tell people it's not cardio as much as it is. I'm tired. He's tired. But who's going to break? You know, who's right. what are you going to do when you're tired? <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah, you, you can you can start shutting down or you can work a little harder to hold your hands up and buckle down. You know, yeah, absolutely. You kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier, but fighting is just as much of a mental game as is it a physical game. What do you do to prepare mentally for fights? I vis- I'm, I'm a huge believer in visualization. I'm a huge believer in meditation. And nice. so like leading up to my fights, I like to go out in the woods. I like okay. to go walk on trails, go to waterfalls and think of, you know, like try to just find things to compare to life out of the waterfalls. It sounds silly, but like it's just it, it's flow for me, man. And then I, yeah. I visualize I visualize a lot. Like I, uh, before this last title fight, it was funny. I, it was, it was in 20 fights. It was the first time I got put in a hotel room by myself. And I, I was going to go. I usually have somebody keeping me calm because I'm a little bit of a, I I just, I'm an active person, but I, man, I was walking around this, walking around the hotel room like picturing what it's going to feel like to have those girls put the belt around my waist picturing what i want to say after like i I visualize what it's going to look like after i won and that's that's how i go into these fights man is it's all up here if you can't even see yourself with the belt around your waist you won't get it you know especially me man like i i see it coming and when i got a goal i don't stop until i get it and so if you know if an injury happens a broken thumb i'm gonna keep fighting a popped out (laughs) shoulder they're all going man i got it doesn't matter how i get there i already saw where i'm going you know and so that's that's my mentality and uh my brand is visualize execute achieve and inspire you know and that's exactly what i'm going to do with this man is i want i've visualized already i've seen the end game i want to be in the my goal is i want to retire and be in the hall of fame by 35 that's 10 years so and now it's time to like execute get it done and then what i want to do is like muhammad ali talks about this is a platform and so for me this is all for a bigger picture that's another mental part of this game is they might be looking at me as an opponent i look at them as a stepping stone to the next step you know like they're they have to beat them to get to the next order so there's no question in mind whether i'm going to beat them because they're just a part of my path if if i do fall well i'll get back up and get back on my path that's just who i am you know and so i I think about that a lot i I think that like i got a lot of local guys who keep trying to call me out and stuff but that's the difference between me and them is they're thinking on these small scenes they're thinking of guys like me i'm thinking of guys that are up in the top of the ufc i'm thinking of guys yeah. who are far ahead of me i'm not i'm not looking backwards so right. you know if you don't see that end game then then you're not in the same race as me man <laughs> yeah absolutely i got a couple fun questions for you i saw a picture with you with at least three different title belts how many belts do you actually own now four four, four. so uh, okay in my amateur career i went i went pro by 21 i told myself when I started training with Enoch, I won my first belt. It was funny how it went, actually, man. I was 18. I went down to, I, I was one and three, went down to Rogue uh, in California. And I fought for them, beat this guy from Shootabox real fast. Okay. And then one week later, I, I took a title fight and got, uh, and I gave up, like, I guess they, it, it was some, like, Washington promotion. So 
I gave up like 10, 15 pounds for a, a prior agreement because it was a dropout okay. that I got a last minute call and like, hey, you're fighting. It's Wednesday. You want to fight this Saturday? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, went down and got that stuff. And dude, it, it was super cool. And then, uh, so at 18, I got my first belt with Ink. And then, uh, you know, we made the goal there that, you know, I, I was talking pro. And to slow me down a little bit, he goes, well, get three titles. Get three titles and then pro. And in Oregon, right. one of the biggest promotions is the FCFF for amateurs. Right. And uh, so one of the titles had to be an FCFF title. So after that title fight, I did a few more fights that weren't titles and then got myself into the title run for FCFF. I went down and they were trying to set me up, you know, for, for their poster boy. And I saw sure. exactly how when they put me in it another guy who I didn't have the most impressive record so they put me up against this other guy who was okay for a vacant title and I knew the whole time they had this plan to bring their guy Nate Serrate in and Nate Serrate was one of the top guys around at the time in the amateurs and I knew that they were going to get one of us to win the title and bring him in to beat him and uh well I showed up I whooped the piss out of the dude <laughs> out of the original guy and then I rolled my ankle I rolled my ankle in the fight and uh oh. so and, and instantly I get back the next day and I tell the promoter about, man, my, uh, I went to the doctor, I'll be ready for my rematch right away. And he's like, oh, I already gave the fight to Nate Serrate. Like, I knew you would. <laughs> but right. then I, I, who I, who I beat up, he was super humble and super nice. You know, he told everybody we got on the mic. I didn't win that fight. That, that was, and so he actually vacated the title and made it so Nate Serrata would have to fight me for it. And okay. so I went in and man, I took, I, it was a Rocky show. I went in and I, the whole crowd wearing Nate Serrata stuff, I took his and I, I beat him in the fifth. And, and it was funny as heck, round four and five, I look over, he's got his hands on his knees and I was ready, man. I ran out to the center, started pumping up his crowd. Let's go. And then I watched the break. Like then it was round one again. And then uh, so beat him and then came back and got a belt. So I got that FCFF belt there, then came back. And there's a local show in Eugene called Midtown Throwdown. And yeah. I got a belt there for fighting uh, undefeated Marcus Chisholm uh, in another war, man. Like, I go into these wars, but and they look pretty dirty from the outside, but that's how I fight, man, is, like, I'll make it nitty and gritty until the end. But right. uh, So that guy got the belt, and then uh, then it was time to go pro. I, I collected my three just like I knew I would, and then went on to the next shows, came in, and beat a few times. Uh, I made a debut against uh, Brennan Crow, and he's a California fighter who he had some amateur titles and was a big guy and I smoked him and nice. yeah and then went on fought Daniel Elliott on King of the Cage I got a little bit too big in my head and I thought I was going to finish him off and he threw a hook and knocked me out out of nowhere oh, okay. you know I, I went down to the cage and he just threw a haymaker without looking and it caught me and then oh. uh after that fought Steve Southern and I thought I won that fight I had uh, everybody in the crowd thought I won that fight uh, yeah. but he cut me up it and so he got the judge's decision and so that yeah one and two is a pro and you know I looked I, I've always been the type to like look for repeated patterns so I yeah. started my amateur career the same way with that one and two one and, so I knew something big was coming and then after that I like started training really hard man I started running my doubles every day I quit work as much as I could and then I uh, started buckling down and came back. I fought Cody Hammonds after that. And we went in and had like another one of those fight of the year type deals yeah. and beat him. Then I decided I wanted to start in and him a little faster. 
So I went against uh, Brandon Cromarty next, and I told myself this whole time, this is this round one visualization, man. This is one of my biggest keys that manifestation is real. So yeah. Brandon Cromarty, I told myself this whole time, I'm going to finish him round one. And he's a big stack guy. And my coach is even telling me, like, Kevin, you're a late round fighter. It'll be okay. I said, no, round one. I looked at the camera when it was out on us, round one. And, uh, you know, I get in there with Cromarty, and we get going and go have a few exchanges. Finally, I get him pinned down to the cage and start beating up on him in round one. With one second left in round one, he yells out, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> one second left, I got that round one finish. Come yeah. on. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and after that went on, and uh, I fought Travis Cavalli next, and I ended up knocking him out with the liver shot, to, uh, with the knee liver shot, and then came back. So I was doing okay, back on my, and then I, I fought Tyler Hammonds and had that had that exchange, you know, where, with my thumb, and and then that moment, and then I after that recovered, came back, fought Jason Gray, knocked him out, came back again, beat Tyler Hammonds. Now it's only up from here, man. I got oh, the cool part was is I know it doesn't show on the records but i got my italian hammonds and beat both uh daniel elliott and steve southern so okay. the two people that i have my loss against i got them back in my mind <laughs> sure yeah, yeah. absolutely I, I wanted to also give you an opportunity uh kevin to give a shout out to sponsors teammates coaches anything like that dude heck yeah right now i want to thank everybody over at art of war uh they've been helping me get ready and grinding with me so hard every single time each of us get an opponent we we have practices where the whole team is coming up with ideas on how to beat this person. It's never just one-on-one. -on -one. It's yeah. it's the team versus our opponents, you know, and that's what makes it such a great gym. Thank you to the longtime sponsors like Evergreen Roofing and uh, Brad's Cottage Grove Chevrolet. They've been helping out so much with, throughout all my camps. Uh, since I was 19, man, they've had my back. And then, uh, yeah, thank you to 541 Customs, my newest, they're my newest sponsors for a three-fight deal. And I'm actually just got started with a new sponsor that I was really excited about i got new leaf hyperbarics in my in my corner now so i'm going to be doing hyperbarics recovery leading up to and recovering from every fight I'm a, I'm a really big advocate of taking care of your body and taking care of your brain and what hyperbarics does is it helps recover from the fight not just your body but also your brain i don't know all the side fighting but yeah it's sure. basically just make it, it they use it for all sorts of different things and you know it, it's really been a game changer because i want to do everything i can to preserve what's up here i, I tell everybody who's a young fighter in this game is age doesn't necessarily matter in, right. in the sense of when you come to this arcade you're still spending tokens every single time you go get in there when you're out of tokens you're out of tokens man like yeah. you if, if you're you come in from 20 to 35 and have 20 fights 20 fights is still 20 fights on your head you know right. like and that's what I, I feel like a lot of fighters should pay attention to like i do a lot of uh cognitive training and i do a, I, I actually like go to school to study neuropsychology just to learn about everything that i can up here and yeah. if i can tell any any fighter you know it's it like just any advice man is it's really work on what's going on up in your head you don't want to be one of those future cases that they're studying on the yes. CTEs and that stuff man so being aware of your situation not banging it out sparring every day all that kind of stuff is you got to be really smart in this game because only the smart survive <laughs> yeah absolutely man well Kevin it's been an honor to talk with you man I'm excited to see your career dude especially that Hall of Fame moment for you here within the next 10 years 
Absolutely, man. Thank you for taking time out of your day to talk with me. I appreciate it. Man, thank you, Eric. I appreciate you a lot for having hey guys, me. Guys, thank you so much for hanging around. Really appreciate it. If you'd like to see more videos from Top Brady MMA and the Bearded Biz Show, please click the playlist and also hit subscribe to our channel. Become part of the Top Brady MMA and Bearded Biz community. We would really appreciate your support. Also, please leave a comment below. I will read and respond to all of them. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day.